Cantonese Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rose here. This week, I will be reporting on the latest news about coronavirus vaccines, including the recent controversy over the AstraZeneca jab. Zara reviews a book, Private Peaceful. Laurie talks about International Day of Happiness. And Isa reports on the new campaign from footballer Wilfried Zaha for every child to be given a free musical instrument at school to help with the COVID-19 recovery process. Hi, it's Rosie. Well, one of the biggest news stories of the past week has been about the AstraZeneca vaccine, one of the major vaccines currently in production to help fight against COVID-19. At the start of the week, 13 European countries suspended use of the vaccine after reports of a small number of cases of blood clots among vaccine recipients in the region. This caused widespread concern about the safety of the vaccine. However, after reviewing the vaccine and participant data, the European Medicines Agency found the jab was not associated with a higher risk of clots. AstraZeneca also said that there is no evidence of an increased risk of clotting due to the vaccine. Following this review, Germany, France, Italy and Spain said they would resume using the vaccine, although Sweden said it needs a few dates to decide. Separately, the EU has continued to raise the question of vaccine exports because they are struggling to get sufficient supplies to accelerate their own vaccination programmes. Vaccine exports means vaccines that are made inside the EU but sent to other countries for use. According to the head of the EU, Ursula von der Leyen, 41 million vaccine doses have been exported from the EU to 33 countries in six weeks, with more than 10 million of these going to the UK. However, the UK has said this reflects the contracts they have signed with the vaccine manufacturers. In the UK, the vaccination programme continued to make good progress using both the AstraZeneca and Pfizer vaccines. Last Friday was a record day for COVID vaccinations, with more more than 700,000 first and second doses given to members of the public, meaning over 50% of UK adults have now received at least a first dose. On Friday, Prime Minister Boris Johnson also received his vaccine from AstraZeneca and encouraged others to do the same. Hello, this is Zara. This week, I read a book called Private Peaceful by Michael Mulpergo. I love Michael Mulpergo's books. And this is one of my favourite Mike Morpago books. Private Peaceful is set during the First World War and is about Thomas Peaceful's life as he looks back on his childhood while he's on night watch in the battlefields. At the beginning of the book, Thomas, also known as Tomo, calls starting secondary school and we learn about his childhood and adventures in the countryside alongside his older brother Charlie and his eldest brother Big Joe, who is damaged to his brain and so suffers some developmental delays, and one of his classmates, Molly, who Tomo is infatuated with. We also learn all about Thomas's time fighting in the war alongside his brother Charlie, and Tommy recounts the stories of his wartime experiences, including his training and the savage trench battle that he endures. This is a story about friendship, love and loyalty. There are parts of this book that were really, really sad, 
and I found it hard to read about the horrors of war. But I still enjoyed reading this book because I loved reading about how the peaceful family had such a strong bond and would always support each other. My favourite character was Molly because she was so loyal towards the peaceful family and she was so strong. Even though she was disobeying her parents' rules, she loved Charlie so much that nothing could match their love. One of my favourite parts of the book was the arrival of the new baby because they were celebrating new life. Now, I don't want to give away all the details about the book as that would spoil it for you if you are considering reading it. But I would definitely recommend reading it to children at age 10 and above, especially if you love reading books that are set during the world wars. Pride of Peace was a book that revolves around the peaceful family's love and is truly an amazing book to read. Hi, it's Lori here. Well, this week was a really fun week at school as it was International Day of Happiness, a global awareness day aimed to celebrate happiness all over the world. International Day of Happiness is celebrated on the 25th of March each year and inspires people to spread positivity and encourages countries to look after the happiness of its citizens. The General Assembly of the United Nations officially founded International Day of Happiness in July 2012, with the first occasion being observed in 2013. The celebration acknowledges how important and desirable happiness is to people everywhere and how essential it is that happiness is part of public policy. I think it's really nice to have a dedicated day to help us think about what makes us happy, taking the time to notice and appreciate everything we have to be grateful for. Even the little things can lift our mood and help us stay more content with life. We were allowed to go to school wearing yellow on Sunday, which was really fun. And we all had to be ready to sell our favourite joke. Which joke did you choose, Isa? My favourite joke is, what do you call it when you cross a kangaroo with a sheep? A woolly jumper! <laughs> what about you, Zara? My favourite joke is Why do bees have sticky hair? Because they use honeycombs! <laughs> and what was your joke, Rose? Well, I actually told two jokes today, but I've decided on one of the two which I thought was the most hilarious. Why did the donut need to go to the dentist? Well, he needed to get a filling. <laughs> well, my joke was, why did the cow cross the road to go to the movies? Hello, this is Isa. Now, do you remember, not long ago, we covered the story here on News Kids about Manchester United football star Marcus Rashford campaigning for free school dinners? Well, now, a Crystal Palace player called Wilfred Zaha is calling for all children to have a free musical and instrument lesson to help them express their feelings and to recover from the COVID-19 crisis. 
Zaha said, Music can bring so much joy to many people and enabling more children to have access to instruments and teaching them can only benefit them. The footballer was one of a family of eight children and was brought up in a tough part of South London. He said that he would have liked to study music at school, but he wasn't given the chance. Zaha is represented by Rock Nation, the US talent agency founded by the billionaire rapper Jay-Z, which has been campaigning for social change in America. Rock Nation will be working with the UK charity Restore the Music, which provides Provides free instrument and lessons to children to boost music in schools. The charity is already working in lots of state schools in London and has given out thousands of instruments, including steel pans, flutes, guitars, and violins. I love music, and sometimes when I'm worried about something, I just go and play some music on the piano, and it makes me feel happy. So I'm glad to hear about this campaign. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.